Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Dolson. Pete, how the devil are you doing? I'm all right, mate. How are you doing? We ended uh, the, uh, the the show on uh, Wednesday with a load of chat about um, video games. Um, I've mainly spent the last mm. two days trying to um, illegally uh, mod my, uh, my my Nintendo Switch, Chris. <laughs> illegally? What are you doing? Yeah, to I it? mean, it's not illegal. I mean, I mean, I don't think modding it is necessarily illegal. I think if you start, you know, duplicating ROMs, I just want to play like old Monkey Island games on 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 the old Switch. Ah. Switch. I know you can get them everywhere else, and I know you can probably download them on the Switch uh, store, but I've already bought them seven times. Not buying them again. <laughs> oh God! Isn't there a new Monkey Island game coming out? There is, Monkey yeah, Island Ron 3. Gilbert. Yeah, yeah, Ron Gilbert. Um, I don't think he's. I think when you have created something um, that people have a, a fair amount of nostalgia for, you get mm. a lot of you get a lot of love. And you don't get a lot of abuse, and you know, and also being a man on the internet uh, does help. Uh, but uh, Ron Gilbert um, released uh, news about Monkey Island, and they've gone for a you know slightly different art style to to, to what 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 it used to be. And uh, uh, the internet, um, it, I think he was expecting a better reaction. The internet gave oh, him no. both barrels because uh, people don't like people messing with their nostalgia and not doing fucking pixel versions of, of Monkey Island. Mm. And so he's, uh, yeah, so he's, 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 he's running scared a little bit. And he's like, well, I didn't enjoy, I didn't enjoy announcing that I've made a new Monkey Island. Didn't enjoy that at all. Oh, Rubbish. So, I mean, uh, but hopefully I, I, good. I saw the art style and I think it looks all right. I don't see any problem with it. It's Just good. It's a, a bit, it's a bit, uh, the, I think the animation is a bit new grounds flash animation from, from 2005, <laughs> but, um, right. but, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's all right. It's fine. It'll do. It'll do. You just, you know, you just hope the gags are good, don't you? You just hope the gags yeah. are good, don't it? As long as the story's good, that's the main thing, right? That's the main thing that counts. Exactly. And, uh, the story this week is that, uh, it's a weird one that it's a weird one. I don't really know, really know how to broach it that okay. I am, Publicly dating Whoa. uh Charlotte. <laughs> Chris, you, you delivered that like you're admitting a massive crime. <laughs> I've killed them all. They're all I dead. Mean, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to fucking word it. I'm it's dating Charlotte. So you're so Chris Broad is dating I'll do it. Chris Broad, you are dating Charlotte from the internet. <laughs> um it's uh, from the internet. Yeah. It's I 
I am I'm obviously I'm against this unholy union and all it stands for. But, um, <laughs> but, but um, I'm very surprised at how interested people are. I and I understand it. I kind of understand it when you like two kind of creators. You like the stuff that they do. It's mm. something beautiful. But w- when you sort of Google someone quite well known, it's usually like the first thing that comes up, isn't it? Who is Chris Broad dating, who is Chris Broad uh, married to, who is like that the people mm. really do. And, it, and it's not people who are wanting to have a slice of old Chrissy B necessarily. It's just <laughs> this kind of like almost morbid fascination with people's uh, relationships and their, and their private lives. I guess it's, 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 I guess when you give so much of yourself um, through a YouTube, yeah. um, it, people want just that little bit more. They just want to be a little bit closer because they, they feel like they, they, they know you and, and they do know you. Yeah, and I think that's the thing, isn't it? When you when you're a vlogger, you're very uh, it's it's just you. It's not mm. like the old way of doing things with celebrities or whatever. Like where there's like three walls of PR people first, and uh, that you don't actually ever get to really know what they're like in reality. Yeah, you know, uh, with vloggers, they're there and that's them bearing all, being relatively transparent, and mm. um, so I, I kind of get why uh, people want to know more. I I mean I. Uh, the the reason so Charla basically did a q and a i think a week ago uh, less than a week yeah. ago and she sort of talked about it there she didn't she you know she i think she broached it pretty well um we talked about it for a while and we've been yeah. dating for a while and yeah. um and it, it, it it's what the reason we 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 left it for a while was because obviously we, went, we wanted to make sure it works. Yeah, it, it would be a bit rubbish if we're like, oh, we're dating, and then three months later we had an argument about cheese and cats, and it's over <laughs> now, guys. <laughs> it was a good three months, but we're done, and so <laughs> we wanted yeah. to take our time, make sure that it was good. It turns out it's good. It works well. I'm making good. it sound like a train set, but it's good. Um, it's been a good nine relationship. Out of 10. Obviously, gameplay yeah. nine out of ten. Graphics <laughs> ten out of ten. I, yeah, IGN nine out of ten. I, um, <laughs> I yeah. So it's, it's gone well and um, good. Yeah, you've obviously known for a while yourself because you're a friend. And yeah, we'll I mean, I'm, I was good because me and you used it for a long time. That's why. That's how we <laughs> first met. But yeah, it's imagine a how Connor thing. feels. <laughs> I know, right? Well, that was the that was the, the there was a lot of memes going around that made me giggle from uh, the TV show Parks and Rec, where uh, one of the characters says, "This yes. is my this is my boyfriend, and this is my boyfriend's <laughs> boyfriend." <laughs> it is a bit like that. It's an it's an awkward situation, but uh, yeah. yeah, all all's well, all's going well. And actually, the response was, um, I think. Better than I anticipated. What I did didn't know what I was going to expect. People well, are going, fuck you, Chris. Fuck you, Charlotte. This is awful. <laughs> I've, I've seen couples announce their dating and the, the response has been toxic. Um, right, okay. I think we're lucky. Our, both our viewerships, there's a lot of overlap, obviously, but our, yeah. our viewers are actually quite good people. Yeah. Um, I find people that have an interest in Japan are generally like quite smart. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that kind of helps. And they're not, you know, they're, they're good. If you listen mm. to this, you're good. Well done. Give yourself a pat on the back. <laughs> well done. You're, <laughs> you're a top individual. Um, so I think that was one thing that helped. But, uh, you know, I suppose if you look through our videos, uh, there, there was always signs. And we didn't necessarily, in the last few months, we didn't hide it that much. Yeah. It was there. If you wanted to be a poor man's Sherlock Holmes, the signs is were this, there. Is this why you're announcing it? Because you got bored of trying to, <laughs> trying to manoeuvre <laughs> things out of the way and, 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 and delete things. <laughs> well, it's just, it's just been a bit of a pain because obviously uh, we can't 
I don't know. It's just it's just always at your the forefront of your thoughts whenever you're filming something or yes, doing something. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. oh, we're going to hide oh, this. Oh, freedom! We t- like put the Chris photo the up of us having dinner yeah. or whatever, or like you know, there's all those sort of things, and it is a bit shit. And there's someone yeah. who's very open and transparent, and that's what I think I'm known for just being mm. just just being myself and just speaking my bloody mind. It's been a bit hard sort of holding that back and, and hiding that, even though I maintain yeah. it was the right thing to do as as you should. Um, so yeah, all's all's good there. Um, thank you if you've if you've seen Charlotte's video, you've said something nice to us, and you're listening to this, guys. Thank you very much, uh, much appreciated. And yeah, I haven't seen a single negative comment so far, so that's good. Again, oh, don't know what I, I was really expecting. I could be the first. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> you don't that's deserve her. You so don't nice. deserve her at all. Well, let's make um, it very clear. You don't. I mean, let's, I think you know that, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. But uh, yeah, it's gone well. It's gone well. And well, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad it's going so well. And uh, I'm glad. I, I wish you all the best. Uh, of ha- I never know how to do this. It's, I, when I, I, I sort of say many happy returns to people who are getting married. I never know <laughs> the right term to say when someone is expressing something quite, um, good. quite honest and real. Something is, good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Well, it's important to point out we're not married and we're not engaged or anything like no. that yet. Because everyone's the only problem is when you when you announce this, people start speculating all sorts of things right. and and sort of making up the narrative and yeah. putting together pieces. And like there's, there's all that. That's all there is to it. We're dating. We're not engaged or married. Um, that's it, really. Yeah, boring, yeah, isn't okay. it? It's boring, isn't it? Boring, boring isn't it? Being the premier uh, YouTuber relationship <laughs> on on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> just feel sorry for Connor. But uh, yeah, no that way. aside, my my fitness journey is going pretty well so far. I've been... Oh, I'm, someone's I've lost dead. Five... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's so... made it very clear. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, I've been, I've been, I've been uh, working out, been down the gym. Been, uh, oh, what have you worked on? This... Backs and lats. This... Running, I've been doing this rowing. Spartan race. I'm doing yes. a bit of rowing, yeah. yeah. I've got this Spartan race in September that I'm definitely going to die doing. In fact, right. I have to sign a waiver saying, "Don't die." If I die, it's not oh, their fault, die. basically. Right. Yeah, I've got a. There's a. It involves a five kilometer run up a mountain. I can't run on a flat surface. Oh, How's that yeah. going to work? Five kilometers isn't that long when you think about it. But running, no. running, but then running and up a mountain. They're the variables you don't need. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm very yeah. worried about that. And I've got 20 <laughs> obstacles as well, like monkey bars. And if you fail uh, an obstacle, you've got to do like 30 burpees as well. Right, okay. <laughs> that seems... I'd I, I drink in a monkey bar for the... <laughs> Is that at the top of the mountain? <laughs> that sounds yeah, like yeah, a lot yeah. of so fun. you get to the top and you've got to like yeah. roll a tyre and do the monkey bars <laughs> and jump over a fucking wall. Uh, oh, and man. I've got... I've got about two months to, I think two months to the day to pretty much get my shit together. So yeah. it's an all out assault at the moment. I've changed my diet. I've been eating uh, the shake. Have you heard of Huel? H-U-E-L. <laughs> oh, I bet you absolutely honk. Huel. I've seen people who have sort of gone pure Huel, pure Huel. Huel. And they, uh, their reports are basically, I just, I'm just farting all the time. How's, that, how's it gone for you? <laughs> how's your belly? <laughs> It's not that bad, actually. It's yeah. not that bad. Okay. But obviously, yeah, because it is a, like a high-protein thing and it is a liquid. Like, yeah, you're, you're, it takes like two or three days for your digestive system to adapt to that. But, right, uh, okay. It's been pretty good, actually. I, I it's, It tastes nice, chucking a banana, chucking some peanut powder. Job nice. done. And uh, it's kind of like a 
fitness meal replacement, whatever the hell it's called. Okay. And uh, but I still eat food, and straight after this live show, I'm going to probably eat a mountain of chicken at a yakitori restaurant. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, change of diet combined with gym, I do like a hundred jumps on the skipping rope, whatever you call it. I uh, do press up sit ups. I do all, all the, I do all the, and all I do the, the running. Ones, yeah. All the, I'm all, real the gym, all the exercise. I'm a real gym bunny, says Chris Broad. Yeah, That's no, right. no, great right. stuff. Again, 2022, it's just something else for you, Chris. Announcements, running, <laughs> doing stuff. The um, I've been, I've been uh, trying to, you know, we are two men who are trying to try to shift the timber a little bit, and you know, you, you say very nice things about me, but I do need, I, I am a, a stone of wit. Uh, I have just been eating carrots all fucking day. I just eat carrots these days, Chris. I just <laughs> Rudolph the constantly eat carrots. Now, it, like they are the the problem is. You know who else likes carrots? My dogs. So if I'm eating a carrot, I'm basically just waving around dog food. And, and the dogs are like just constantly chasing after me for some sweet carotene, um, which is which which is annoying. So so basically I've just got, I'm like the Pied Piper of Hamlin, but instead of a pipe, I've got a carrot. <laughs> but I'm, enjo- I'm kind of enjoying it. They're kind of doable up, up until about 5 p.m. And then you're like, I can't eat another carrot. I just can't. I'm gonna be. I, I should try the Pete Donaldson carrot diet and see yeah. how I fare. Yeah. You've got. I swear, there's a packet of Doritos behind you, next to your head. There's a the packet of Doritos, and as you can see, Chris, there's a packet of Doritos behind me because there is, uh, and what can only be described as, and it's a branded pack, and it says Pete on it. What? Um, because we did a, we did some kind of promotion with uh, Doritos for the uh, women's Euros, the football, uh, the football Euros, and uh, yeah, they sent me a pack with Pete on it, and that is a surefire way of getting me not to eat the bag <laughs> because it's got my whoa, name whoa, on whoa. it. Where's my Doritos collaboration on the Abroad in Japan podcast? Where's my customised bag of Doritos? Well, you're not doing Why anything with the women's Euros. You've, you've not mentioned it we? once. You've not mentioned it once. You've mentioned mention one anything. woman and it's Charlotte. <laughs> I'll mention anything for a pack of fucking customised Doritos. Is that all you do? Okay, Seriously. all right. I will I will sharpie the, the word Chris well. on a packet of Doritos <laughs> for you. There's uh, and, and I've also, back in the day when I was uh, uh, popular and did a radio show, uh, they HP Sauce sent me me a bottle of HP sauce with my picture on it and it just says Pete's HP sauce again oh surefire way of and then somebody stole it from me and used it in on their dinner at work it was in someone's fucking um, drawer oh, no. and I was like that's my that's my special <laughs> HP sauce bottle for crying out loud with my face on it for crying out loud uh, How much fucking customised food do you get? Doritos, but that, HP but that's the thing. sauce. It, to, to get, so it's all about getting your, um, your, 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 your your packs. It's all about getting your promotion. It's all about getting your, um, your, your campaign on people's social medias. And there is no better way to get it on people's social media it, by putting, because people are, by their very nature... Uh, on social media, they are um, cynical and they want to um, show themselves in the best light. So you give them a packet of something with their name on it or with their face on it, and they will put it on social media, guaranteed. <laughs> because you know that's the people are shorts, aren't they? Is that why Starbucks did it? Remember Starbucks? I don't know if they still do it. They would like you'd be like, "What's your name?" name? And you'd be like, "Chris," and then they'd write, they'd write Fuck your face. name. But they'd, they'd, well, they'd make they'd write it wrong. Like I think yeah. someone wrote my name as Crud. And crud. I just like <laughs> I got my coffee back. Yeah. And I was okay. like, oh, cr- yeah. crud. Yeah. It was it was clever. 
I should have posted about it. But then I felt complicit. If I'd posted about it on social media, I'd be playing into their game, wouldn't I? A game of Starbucks. <laughs> Bastards. We've got a story this week from Joe from Sheffield, the great northern city. It begins, hi, Chris and Pete. My name's Joe, and I'm from Sheffield. <laughs> I have a story about myself experiencing jet lag in Japan. Uh, my wife and I had booked one week in Japan and one week in Australia for our honeymoon. And our flights to Japan meant we had to leave Manchester Airport to go to Frankfurt, Germany, to Singapore before landing in Japan. What kind of flight was this? You can fly direct from Heathrow, mate. Just go there. You don't need to go to Frankfurt and Singapore. That's, that's, that's insane. Anyway, my wife and I were so excited that we didn't even sleep on the plane. Good God. We got to our hotel in Otska about 7am and uh, we're told we couldn't check in until 2 in the afternoon. The staff said that they would keep our luggage safe while we went out and explored. However, walking in the outside world with the clothes we wore on the flight in 43 degrees Celsius heat and humidity was mental. Uh, while walking around the streets of Japan, we stumbled across Sunshine City in Ikebukuro. <laughs> in the hope that the place had aircon, we ran inside. The welcome breeze of the air, uh, the aircon gave us a new lease of life, and we started going through all the shops that Sunshine City had to offer. While walking, the jet lag hit me full force and I legit nodded off while I was walking. My poor five foot four wife managed to catch her six foot two husband and wake me up quickly to avoid any further embarrassment. At this point, we decided that we needed to find a place to rest, but didn't know where. We were too tired to think properly. Then at the other side of the shopping mall, we saw a rather amazing sight. One of the supporting pillars to Sunshine City had benches wrapped around their base. One in particular was occupied by Japanese men uh, and women, all asleep. There was space within the group that was calling our name. We sat down and we both took turns napping in the middle of Sunshine City until we both had enough energy to carry on our adventure. Never did we think that our first day in Japan would involve napping with several Japanese strangers. Keep up the podcast, guys. Have a great day. Joe from Sheffield. Napping in Sunshine City. What a legend. You been there? It's, uh, no, I've never been to uh, Sunshine City. What is it like? Is it kind of just a it's magical just a place? Mall. Of, just, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't I, think I've, I, what's, a, what's a Japanese shopping mall like? I've never been to one. Just a, just a shopping mall with shops, isn't <laughs> well, it? Because they have, because they, you normal. have like, because, well, no, because we're like in America and to a less extent here, we've got a Westfields and, you know, America's got, is the Mall of America still open? I don't fucking know. Like, you know, the big kind of outlet mm. malls are out on the edge of the city and they've just got fucking big box stores, massive bloody things. Yeah. yeah. But in Japan, more shopping malls that you'd call them are just one uh, shopping streets, aren't they? Where it's just kind of like an like a, a hooded uh, kind of walkway, uh, a covered walkway with shops on either side, and they're well, mainly indie shops. There's not, you know, there's not that many big, big, big ones. You might well, see McDonald's. Uh, that's in the cities, yeah, yeah. in towns. But most yeah. Japanese towns do have an Aeon shopping mall. It's usually the same company. The, Aeon, the oh, company's called right. Aeon. Okay, yes. Okay. And they are just, you know, Western-looking, normal malls, uh, pretty yeah. unremarkable places. So, yeah, no, we have them here. We have them. Mm. Uh, I think I went on one of my first dates with Charla to Sunshine City, actually, outside the Pokemon Center. Woo-hoo. That's how you secure a lady. <laughs> Take her to yeah. a shopping centre, guys. <laughs> Buy her a fucking toy Blastoise or whatever the Pokemon are called these days. Um, <laughs> I, there's so many good places you could have gone, though, to nap, Joe. You could have gone to karaoke, mm. you know, air conditioning room. Yeah. A lot of people just go and sleep in a karaoke place. You could have gone to a manga cafe. You could have gone to a capsule hotel. You could have gone to a love hotel, have an hourly rate. You know, there's so many options. Um, I get it that it's a little bit intimidating just going 
into a love hotel. Uh, but that would probably be my option. Go to a love hotel. You can go any time of day. Get an hour, two hours, whatever, for yeah. three, 4,000 yen. It's not something I've ever done, but I would, I would definitely... Uh, I've always thought about that. I, go, I just need 20 minutes. You know, in the, in the hot sun, um, in the afternoon, I, I do it here. Like I, I, Sometimes I'm just absolutely wrecked. All I need is five minutes. All I need is 20 minutes. Just a little head down. Um and it just sorts me over there the rest of the day, and, I, and and you're not just sort of chasing your tail, chasing the dragon with with, with, with drinking loads of uh, espressos and stuff. It just that's all it takes. But with um, but with uh, yeah, is there such a thing as like, you know, you got like Nomahodai in uh in uh and in in karaoke mm. places and cafes and stuff. Or you can drink, or you can eat. S- Sleepy Hodai. is there? A sl- what would Sleepy Hodai? Oki Oki is it Oki an Oki Mas? No, Nemas. Which one's Sleepy? <laughs> Which sounds unsleepy. Uh, ne- well, Nemui, Nemui means sleepy. Nemui. Okay, so... Nemui. Nemui Hodai. Nemui. Nemui Hodai. Nemui Hodai. Sleepy Hodai. You can be as sleepy as you like in here. Don't worry about it. I like sleepy Hodai because obviously yeah. that's an English word combined with a Japanese word. Nemu Hodai actually could work. It does sound like it could work. Yeah. But I'm I, I'm won over by Sleepy Hodai. Uh, that actually sounds really sinister. Sleepy Hodai. Sounds like a yeah. code to assassinate someone. <laughs> um, but yeah, loads of options in Japan. Mm. Loads of places to sleep. Um, yeah. Next time you come back, Joe, please do that. Don't just mope around in Sunshine City. <laughs> I, I don't even know what this place... like. I don't really understand what this sort of bench looks like where everyone's just mm. randomly sleeping. Is that normal? Yeah. It, it actually just sounds like uh, homeless people there because there are quite a lot in, in Ikebikuro. So maybe you just joined them without realizing it. Mm-hmm entirely option um <laughs> yeah surreal but uh again also don't don't why didn't you fly direct god forbid why did you fly from manchester to frankfurt to singapore and then to japan i guess because of australia maybe that that makes more sense yeah oh, suicidal well. flight oh, well. anyway what's going on the news this week mr dawson what's going on around japan oh here. chris now, you are a man who is uh, creates content. You uh, occasionally need to record on the road, and that means two things. Um, hydration in the summer months in Japan, but it also Indeed. means using a load of fucking batteries. <laughs> now, most of the things that you use are rechargeable, but every now and again, there'll be a bit of, there'll be a little microphone, there'll be a little camera or whatever that requires your friend and mine, the AA battery. Now, Right. There's a man in Kyoto. I don't know what his fucking deal is, but good God, he goes through a lot of batteries every day, which is fine. Right. You're allowed to consume as much as you like. There's no limitation about how many batteries you can buy, but there's certainly limitations on how you manage to dispose 50 batteries that you use in a day. This guy uses 50 fucking batteries <laughs> in a day. This man in Kyoto, uh, there's a 23-year-old man, uh, and uh, let, me, let me tell you, he... Dis- he doesn't dispose of them in the best way. Now, Japan's pretty, depending on where you live, they're pretty careful about how they expect you to uh, dispose of uh, recycling, uh, Mm. burnables, combustibles, uh, and batteries. Now, uh, what you shouldn't be doing is what this 23-year-old man is is doing, is uh, (laughs) filling uh, plastic soft drink bottles with double uh, A batteries and in the dead of night he's going down to the local canal in uh, Fukuyama City in Kyoto uh, and just throwing them in the fucking canal. <laughs> he's what just the throwing hell? 
bottles upon bottles, 1.5 litre bottles filled with AA batteries in an agricultural canal. He is just... He's responsible for 20 other bottles filled with 100 batteries each. He goes through, basically, he uses a mobile phone charger that ran ran on AA batteries and he was getting through 40 to 50 batteries a day to keep his phone working. Oh, my God. I don't think that's an efficient, I mean, I'm not, what's that, 3.5? Yeah, but like, what's he, how many, my God, he's getting 50 batteries a day and (laughs) he's throwing them all in the river and, I mean, they they describe him as an industrial strength litter bug. I think that's putting it kindly, to be honest. More like an industrial strength moron. There's so (laughs) many, uh, there's just so many things wrong with this story. What's he doing? Why is he? Why not just get a better phone? The money you're why, spending I mean, on the batteries. I mean, to power why not it? buy bigger batteries? Buy bigger batteries. I'll just come up with some other plan other than using fifty batteries a day and then throwing them in the canal. It's just oh good my, stuff. Right, well, just just the, the the act of buying fifty batteries a day to power a phone that probably <laughs> could just be replaced is is one thing. <laughs> Putting them in a bottle after they've been used and then tossing it in the canal in the middle of Kyoto or whatever. <laughs> that just that's just like next level ridiculous. Like what's this what's wrong with this guy? It's lovely. Nothing stuff. about this makes sense. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it just I mean look, if if you're gonna go through that many batteries, maybe just consider coming up with some kind of recycling plan. <laughs> just just wow. Wowzers. Once in a while we have a story come along on this podcast that just leaves so many more questions than answers. A story yeah. that makes no sense. A story. You know, sometimes I wish I was reading these stories, and I lived in the UK, and I could just be like, "Yeah, there's a man in Kyoto, isn't it?" And he just throws his batteries <laughs> in a river in a bottle, <laughs> fifty a day, and like yeah. they'd just be like, "What? What are you on about? Like this makes no sense." Like these uh, stories. Do we have stories uh, like this in the UK of of like well, just ridiculous? acts that make no sense like this this guy must be doing it for some reason he, like yeah it's probably born out of like there's a limit to how much rubbish you can throw away in japan mm. uh, often you have to take your rubbish out on a certain day um, and maybe he doesn't want to offend something maybe he doesn't want to break the rules maybe yeah. he doesn't want to inconvenience the trash delivery trash collection guys the rubbish men and this was his sort of way out of that awkwardness the sort of cultural awkwardness of it all he thought he'd just toss them in the in the river like that's the sort of thought process that i'm trying to uncover here because there is something like that driving this this act that's the only thing i have to try something there pin some sanity into this this is just driving me mad but that's probably why isn't it he, he just want he just wants to live life on as a as a as a borderline criminal you know what I, I mean he is a criminal you sh- shouldn't throw batteries in the sea uh, in the no. water um but but people are making the point that like there's loads of like um mobile phone battery renting places you can use now that would be more cost effective than using the fucking battery it's just oh lordy chris lordy He's- never mind He's using those those treacherous hundred yen batteries, like the mm. uh, like Daiso hundred yen stores, right? You get, as he said, like uh, you get like twelve batteries for like hundred yen, like yeah. seventy two cents, but they last like four seconds. So yeah. just use Duracell. This is like an ad for Duracell, isn't it? <laughs> it's something that, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't care. Like back in <laughs> back in May, there was a news story about a man who a security guard who was just constantly dropping off bottles of his own piss at a pachinko parlor car park. Um, <laughs> it was just. He's just, he had 13 <laughs> litres of it. 
and he had to, he just kept on dropping off this piss basically it's just oh it's it just it, uh, you know I, I think we said it before japan's been too like closed off for a couple of years people are going slowly mad it's great stuff i love it that's why it's good there's a lot of bonkers <laughs> stuff going on like this there is it's it's very odd but um now that he's been caught hopefully this terrible littering will end you know that's kind of sad there's something something quite horrible about chucking rubbish in a nice river it's just really sad isn't it oh well Getting all in, 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 now. in britain in britain we've got a um a ruling class that um it's relaxed all rules about uh, dumping uh, what it, but it has to be <laughs> yes. an industrial donor uh, who who who, uh, who who does that sort of thing <laughs> that's the spirit uh, we'll be back in just stuff. a moment with the fax machine guys with your comments stories and questions see you there Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners? Mr. Dolson, fill us in. Oh, I will. Uh, hi there, cacophonous uh, Chris and Piercing Pete. I have a keen interest in heavy metal music in Japan. I started to wonder how musicians practice since it's well known that Japanese buildings have walls that are metaphorically and often literally made of paper. Uh, so what do the aspiring musicians of Japan do to get enough practice with their instruments, particularly ones as loud as, say, the drums? Best regards, Rich uh, from Wales. Thank you for your uh, message, Rich. How do mm. people practice their instruments? You've come up with, I think, um, uh, what's his name? Tokyo, Tokyo Lens, he does the shamisen, doesn't he, the old guitar thing. Yeah. How does he practice that little bad boy? Because I don't think there's many electric shamisen mm. out there. You know, you, you would do it in like a commercial office space. You wouldn't do it in right. your home. I okay. mean, I, I beatbox in, in, in my studio, <laughs> and so I don't want to, you know, wake my neighbours. I beatbox yeah. in the studio all night long. <laughs> and what, what also, like drum kits, keyboards, 
these days you can just plug earphones in, the electronic ones. Mm. And I have seen those to be fairly prevalent um, in homes. Like people just have those. So like you can still practice on the keyboard. You can still practice on drums, but you just have to wear earphones and whatnot. But occasionally, you know, I've lived in a few apartments in my time here. And I do remember I lived in one uh, once where there was just a piano. You could hear a piano through the wall. And it drove me yeah. mad because um, <laughs> they weren't even good at the piano. It sounded like a cat just like falling all over the keyboard, all over the piano keys. So, yeah. But most people just <laughs> stick to commercial space. Definitely a, a problem though. Yeah, given the thin walls, all sorts of things are a nightmare in Japan. Thanks to those bloody thin walls. we got one here from Sean. Uh, he says, hello, Pete and hello, Chris. My name's Sean from Alabama. Alabama, sorry. Alabama. Alabama, British way of saying it. Alabama. Hello, Sean. I'm a long-time <laughs> listener of the podcast and a huge fan of the channel. My question is for Chris. Sorry, Pete. What amount of planning goes into making a typical Abroad in Japan video? Is there any whiteboarding, principal photography, and whatnot? Keep up the good work. Sean. Um, there's yeah. a frightening lack of planning, to be honest, Sean. Um <laughs> I've been working on a video the last week or so about misconceptions in Japan, and I've spent a lot of time on this. Like the often, ironically, the in studio sort of videos, like filmed inside a studio and scripted, they're the ones that take the most time and effort and planning. Right? Um, it's yeah. the ones where I go out doing something like Wacky Weekend or Journey Across Japan that are a lot more sort of less planned out, and we do it on the fly. But when I'm inside, I've got no excuse. I have to make it interesting, and so I have to script it and plan it. And uh, for this one, I've built a flying car, and I've bragged about it. I've bragged about it more than actually spending time filming the bloody video. (laughs) On Twitter every week, I'm like, just look at me, guys. Just don't mind me. Just working on my flying car. And uh, so a lot of planning went into that, and I should have just not done it because it's taken an extra week and people are like, where's the video? <laughs> but um, when it does come out, hopefully I'll be vindicated by the flying car and various other set pieces in the video. But for me, there's so many uh, YouTubers in Japan doing this these days, <laughs> J vloggers, whatever, that yeah. I feel like I've got a stand out and do something original. And one asset that I have, probably the only, cre- only good thing I've got going for me is that I love filmmaking and I like uh, filming things and planning things and I love that process and I think Mm. that's the advantage I have maybe that I can try and do some really interesting original stuff yeah but it's just a flying car isn't it Flying car. It's the main <laughs> takeaway. That's all you need. main takeaway. I mean, how many projectors did he use for that uh, shot? Because I've not seen the full shot uh, yet. But, um, Get on Twitter. The video's not. Go have a look there. Go on Twitter. You can see it there. I used two projectors, <laughs> one on the side, one on the back, and I shot from the front. So it kind of made it look like uh, uh, I'm sort of facing forwards, camera facing back. The illusion was quite good, but hmm. the interior of the flying car is sorely lacking. It just looks like a broken light and some plastic saran wrap. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I'm not sure it really worked, but it was fun. It was fun. Time yeah, will tell. You can criticise it when it comes out. We've got one here from Danielle from the Bahamas. Over to you, Pete. All, yours. All right, then. Danielle says, uh, hello, Pete and Chris. Chris, my question is, do you know or have you ever considered learning a second language besides Japanese? Also, if you do go to Japan, where else do you think you may have gone, if anywhere? Go to hell, Chris! You should have gone to hell. That's where you belong. <laughs> what language do they speak there, Pete? Oh, uh, Hartley Pudlian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, I 
Kind of, well, I think if I want to learn, I, I do want to learn another language. I'd love to use the language hacking that I mm. utilize for learning Japanese and apply that to a much more simple language to learn, like Spanish, which is much more grammatically simple to like comparable to English, of course. I, mm. And because I learned Spanish for like five, six years, I still know a lot of words like uh, uh, Las Tiendas, shops, isn't it? I remember things like that, words. Right. And I could run with that and learn the grammar and become a master of Spanish. And I love the Spanish language. It sounds wonderful. And obviously it's the one of the world's most widely spoken languages. So yeah, I know I, it's not outside of the realms of possibility that I will live in Spain one day for like a year. That's kind of something I've always wanted to do. Um, so mm. yeah, I'll live in Spain. I'll learn Spanish and I'll go to Las Tiendas shops. Isn't it? <laughs> it's the shops. I think yeah. Castles yeah, like El, El Castillo. <laughs> A castle. Uh, well, <laughs> Get- do I know any other Spanish? Is that the extent? Uh, stadium. That's what I was waiting Ele- for. That's a, yeah. Stadium. Ooh. What? Stadium. Stadium. El Estadio. El Estadio. Yeah. Nice. Good stuff. Look at that. Genius. Solid. Spanish master. Can you speak Solid. any other languages, Pete? Other than no. God. Hartley Pool. Hartley no, Pool English. Not. My mum wouldn't even grace the household with Welsh. It's very upsetting. What? <laughs> what I, did- I just. I, I've got the point in my life where I just cannot remember anything, and I'm just. The few Japanese words I know is just it's just my limit. I just know. I just I just know that's my limit. <laughs> we need to bring back speedy Japanese. We need to get we you do. again. Yeah. We do. People people missed that for a while and then everyone stopped remembering it. Stop remembering if, it. If if enough people complain, uh, Broad Japan podcast at gmail.com, we'll bring back speedy <laughs> Japanese. Or Twitter. Podcasting. Shout us there. <laughs> uh, keep the stories, questions, comments coming into Broad Japan podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week to do all over again. But for now, guys, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days. We'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad Japan podcast. Goodbye for now. Ta-ta! Abroad in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 